Hey, Osiris listeners. We want to tell you about our friends at Sunset Lake CBD who support this show. Sunset Lake CBD is a Vermont hemp farm crafting affordable CBD products designed to help with sleep and stress without breaking the bank. If you haven't tried CBD before, take it from me, it's a game changer. I use Sunset Lake's tincture every night before I go to bed, helping me get solid, restful sleep. And their gummies are great for daytime. Check out their new Good Vibes gummies, which have just a bit of hemp-derived THC to help you relax and unwind. Sunset Lake CBD crafts products with hemp grown on their family farm and ships them directly to customers. They have tinctures, salves, edibles, coffee, smokables, and even pet products. By the way, their CBD chocolate fudge is awesome. Check them out today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use coupon code TIME for 20% off all products. Sunset Lake CBD, farmer-owned, Vermont-grown. Osiris. The time has come for you to be the guest on Comes a Time. Wednesday, November 17th, 9 p.m., exclusively on Moment House. Join us for the inaugural Comes a Time Crystal Ball from the Wizard's Castle. Mike and Otil will be consulting my crystal ball that will be filled with your questions, your stories, and your pretty faces. What will the questions be? Well, that depends on you. Head on over to MomentHouse.com for details. Hey, Mike, I can't see clearly. Is that a lightning bolt on your shirt? You're damn right it is, Otil. This is Section 119. Hey guys, we just got our hands on some great new gear from an officially licensed partner of the Grateful Dead, Section 119. Oh yeah, Section 119. They sent me a pair of board shorts. They're actually really cool. I actually uh, wore them on stage and uh, they were really comfortable. You know, I live in board shorts in Florida, so that's kind of my jam. And uh, these have a cool print on them. Bertha's on there and the roses and stuff. I really like them. I got one of the performance polos with the Grateful Dead bolt embroidered in the chest. It's super stretchy, and I love the way it feels when I'm on stage wearing it. I feel like I'm representing the dead and rocking out some jokes in style. Section 119 was started by a couple of fans who wanted more than a lot tee to show their appreciation for the Grateful Dead. They started an apparel line that has everything you can imagine to represent the band at every occasion. And not just the dead, they've got some amazing fish duds as well. From button downs with dancing bears all over it, to board shorts with super vibrant prints and donuts all over your shirts and socks, they've got something for every fan for any occasion. If you're looking for more than a t-shirt to celebrate the Grateful Dead, the folks at Section 119 make the highest quality apparel. Boogie on over to Section119.com and use code COMESATIME. That's all one word, comes a time, for 15% off your next purchase. Hey, this is Oteal. If you're liking what you're hearing, head on over to patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod and get your bus pass for an extra episode every week. Is that Jerry I see over your right shoulder, dude? Yeah, it is, brother. That's St. Jerry. I got that in my recent package from Garcia Handpicked, our sponsor. Award-winning cannabis, mind you, I just found out. Congratulations, Garcia Handpicked. And you know what, man? There's quality in the packaging as well as in the bowl. (laughs) You've got these incredible packages of pre-rolls. Check this out, right? Beautiful style. If you want to strike matches that they provide for you, you've got your striking spot right there. A little sommelier style for our ears. 
you get a list of songs that goes with your strain. It's so neat. The packages come pre-rolled with Jerry's hand. Everything is stamped with his approval. This is my favorite. Check this out. A little joint holder with his hand on it. Got to catch those roaches so they don't burn you up. It's like Jerry's always saying hi to us. And uh, if you guys want to find out if Garcia Handpicked is available in your area, go to GarciaHandpicked.com. They also have tons of phenomenal merch, um, a whole bunch of great pictures, like I think never before seen stuff too of Jerry. It's really beautiful. So if you're a fan of the cannabis or a fan of the man uh go to GarciaHandpicked.com. <laughs> Let's look up Mike. Oh, I took mushrooms too early. It's CBD gummies too late. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everyone. We're back with another episode of uh, Comes a Time. That's Oteal over there. And that's Mike over there. How you doing, pal? It's just us today. Catching up. It is. I, I don't want to start out on a bummer. <laughs> it was just... <laughs> You're like, how are you doing? I'm like, pretty rough. It was yeah. Kofi's birthday yesterday. It snuck up on me. I didn't realize it until like 10 o'clock the night before because my sister texted me something. And uh, I didn't get a chance to look at it till later on. And I was mm. like, oh. So the whole next day I was like involved in doing stuff. But then like, you know, I, and I also felt held hostage by social media. Like I'm obligated to post something now. Mm. because it's Kofi's birth. And so I was having a lot of anger. I think I'm even just now realizing that part of my anger is at social media, sure. whatever that means. Like, cause I was like, screw you guys. Like, why do I, I don't owe Instagram anything because no, it's my brother's not. birthday. Like I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with my stuff. And so then that was, and I had anger mixed in with that separate from, Instagram, you know, <laughs> so I just was like, man. And then I woke up this morning. So to me, it was like I was prepared for Kofi's birthday to be today. And now I'm still, but I was bummed out yesterday being caught off guard and this other stuff. And now I'm bummed out about it actually his, being yeah, his yeah. birth. And, and it's been a rough one, you know, for those who aren't, I, you know, this comes out later, but it's like one in the afternoon right now. So. You know, I go back to bed a lot when I'm trying to sort through stuff. And so I'm really glad for this podcast because I, <laughs> Jess is always like, you, you always feel better after the podcast. So I was like, you know, you're right. Yeah. So this is good. So how are you doing? Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm all right. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's been a weird, well, you know, we talk a ton. Everyone I think realizes cause we're always referencing our conversations. Right. <laughs> so like we talk off, off mic a ton. And uh, driving back from the city the other night, you and I had a great conversation and that kind of got me going in like a direction of like, all right, we're all like taking stock of things and kind of realizing that like everything sucks, but we're okay yeah. is a very important thing, you know? So you ask how I'm doing and it's like, I mean, that's the thing I think about where it's like, you know, you don't want to be that guy's like, well... I am, you know, this, I am that I'm whatever. I'm just, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Like I'm, I'm really yeah. okay. I think, which is good, uh, you know, good to say. 
sad about stuff, of course, sad for you, for, you know, the loss of your brother. And even though it's been a, you know, how many years now has it been? Three? 2019. Yeah. Crazy. 19, 20, 21. Yeah. Yeah. And you're wearing your backline shirt, which is awesome. On purpose. And I will shout out to backline because, um, well, not all the time, but today I wore it to remind myself you're having a bad day today. Eat the ice cream, procrastinate, whatever, go back to bed. Yeah. Whatever. Like, take care, do a little extra to take care of yourself today because you're hurting today. You know, so I, I, it's funny that I actually use this t shirt <laughs> just as a tool. Like, Backline gave me a tool by just sending me this t shirt. Yeah. Can. Well, it's like a tattoo that you don't, doesn't have to hurt. You know what I mean? Like, you could take it off and uh, wash it and shit. But yeah, it's important to have those. Uh, I have this um, wristband that um, I got from. You remember how like those Live Strong wristbands, like the yeah, I got. Oh yeah, got cool. One from cool. Alex Peavy. Oh nice, yeah. I have one for that says "Others Before Self," and I leave it in my car on my uh, my on my shifter. You oh, know, shifter. Yeah. so I'm like, sometimes I'm playing with it, and I look at it, and kind of re- it reminds me. It's nice to have those like kind of things, those messages floating in your orbit. You know, you need um, them. I mean, I we. I'm ultimately I'm doing okay too, but on the other side of that coin is like, well, I could always say, you know, these people do legitimately have it way worse than both of us, right? 100%. Like just the fact that we could say we're okay means mm-hmm. we're great. We're not out on the street or whatever. But I also trying to fight that inclination to always like, man, I'm okay. I shouldn't bitch about anything and then so you just internalize and you internalize and you t- and it's like the death of a thousand slices until you're <laughs> yeah, like you yeah, know totally. i'm supposedly okay but there's a lot of blood Bleeding out everywhere yeah yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah well and it's true too because it's like it sometimes it takes like my thing lately has just been kind of like uh being all right with things that are outside of my control You know what I mean? Like a lot of things in life aren't in our control and it's the having that reality to go like, all right, well, what can I do about this? And if it's nothing, then you got to be able to just go like, all right, nothing. I can't do anything about this. So I got to move on. I could sit and bitch and dwell and whatever. And yeah. And and it's just that perpetual disappointment. Either you put on yourself or with, you know, disappointed in others, which is a huge thing now. Let's go back to our childhood. Let's go back to a time before social media and before 24 seven breaking news and you can't escape opinionated side driven dark, but like advertising funded news. Okay. So you're in school and you, you know, you, you like a girl, you think she likes you back. And then you hear from someone else that she likes this person, but they really like her. So they don't want you to think you have a chance. And then this person says something else. And you're finally getting to a point where you're like, I can only ask her if yeah. she likes me or not. Forget these yeah. other, you know, things coming by you. Right. And you just go, Hey, listen, do you want to go out with me? Do you want to like go meet at the library or whatever, you know, and just having like the, clarity to be like, can just you and I talk about this, you know? And I think that when it comes to news and when it comes to, I hate being alone. I'm a, I'm a, 
I'm a people person and I always, I, I love being with people, but man, I'll tell you lately the past five, six years, whatever, like I dread conversations with people because I feel like I'm going to get that. Well, she doesn't like, you know, this person and that, but, and they're going to come with their, their side and how they want to kind of rope you in. And all people want you to do is either a hundred percent agree or a hundred percent disagree because they're either ready to fight or ready to high five and go, yeah, these snowflakes or these, you know, <laughs> Republican blah, 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 and point fingers where when you go, man, I, I really don't care. I really don't know. They get like, like sparks come out. Cause it's like, all they know how to do is either fight or celebrate. And it's like, yeah. and that's all it is these days. So it's, you know, literally all I try to do is find, how can I just know about the stuff that means something to me? Like the human rights, the common sense stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And just what's actually happening. I mean, I, God, I, I wake up in the morning and I see a picture and it's like these board, the border police guys, like, Oh man, I just saw that going after like, like these refugees. Like, and it's like, I had to stop and be like, when is this picture from, is this something from like, like how many years week? ago? And then I'm like, yeah. God damn it. Like, and you know what the irony of that is? And I didn't think I would ever talk about this on a podcast. Cause I didn't think it would ever really come up, but <clears throat> Haiti is the only like successful slave revolution to happen where they literally defeated like Napoleon, <laughs> you know, like they kicked and everybody Haiti? out. Yeah. Toussaint Louverture, I think is, I'm sure I'm mis br brutalizing the pronunciation. Sorry about that. I don't speak French, but um, yeah. And they've been now economic warfare has been waged against them ever since. Mm -hmm. Ever since people can say that's a conspiracy theory or not, but it's whatever. It's just true. And I'll tell you an interesting reparation story while we're on that. The former slaves were made to pay reparations to France after they won their freedom through war for the French's property, which was them. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, man. That's what's going on here. See, right? And so I ask myself, like, why? So what? Why are they oppressing? But I've been to Haiti with Jess, mm -hmm. and it's crushing. Well, like I've been to really poor African countries, and poor. I've been to India, man. This shit is crushing. And I was like, what, why would, why do black people need to be oppressed in Haiti for what? Turns out stuff like Levi's. Levi's right? jeans. Jeans. They get, they make clothes there uh -huh. for nothing for like slave wages. Okay. Right. So there's, it's, it's done on purpose. And our government has always, all that shit that just happened. And they were like, oh, yeah, it was some dude in Miami, right? <laughs> you know, like it's all, it's been us the whole time. And, See, you know, the other powers, you know, it's just yeah. like, so that's done to them. And then they try to escape here and like we're going, it looks like we're in 1850 again. Like what, you know? I mean, people, other than the fact like, that the guy was holding on to a plastic bag, I was like, wait a minute, what is that, you know? And the yeah. thing, the thing I thought, now correct me if I'm wrong, but was a lot of this 
because was are a lot of people fleeing Haiti at the moment because of the fact that the hurricanes this summer have just well, completely that, devastated also, and but no, yeah. there, there's no aid there's like no there's no aid at all see that honestly why are you going to give aid to somebody that you're suppressing on purpose in the first place yeah i don't know man because <laughs> so, yeah, so and, levi's could be cheaper you know what I mean? This is what we're dealing with. And people are just at brunch like, oh, it's so good. Haiti's a failed country. That's so sad. It's like, yeah, because of us, man. Yeah. You know, like, but there's, there's zero, like, so, you know, <laughs> it's like you have to, you, there has to be a certain amount of, well, whatever. It doesn't matter. There's cause and effect. And so right now it's good. It's, it's coming up in our faces and you can't, you can't like escape it. Like mm. it's going to be on your doorstep, whether it's in the form of a virus or refugees or whatever, like it's mm. coming to your doorstep. So everybody's going to have to face it soon and dig into what, how it got this way. Well, know? okay. So let's let, yeah. So this communication and this talk and being alone versus being with, you know, like you say, it's going to come to our, some people it's already through the doorstep and it never yeah. even went to the door it's just in they don't it just, have a door <laughs> <laughs> well even right yeah but like from like family levels and stuff and friends yeah. and all these like this is like this weird thing where if you don't have if you don't operate from common sense or empathy right and you have some other either agenda or you let social media tell you how to think which is so common and so scary I mean, yeah, because the algorithm, they just want you to keep buying the whatever, the jeans or whatever, you know, like it's just well, it's even it's more all just, about money. Why the fuck don't people realize that it's like, but it's it also it's it's weird because uh, Daniel Lanier had a weird thing about this. He said we should try this. Um, You let the algorithm you do two uh, recommendation hops on YouTube. One. I do stuff signed in because I like to reference my history. Okay. You know, so sign out and do one anonymously and just click on a video that you want. Right. And then go 20 hops of recommendations. Just do 20 times recommend. And he said, by the 20th hop, you're going to be in something that's dark, like it fosters paranoia, xenophobia. It just goes dark. Yeah. Right. He said, now you can do that same thing from your profile signed in and it's going to do the exact same thing. It doesn't matter. Like no matter where you start, if you follow the al algorithm down the path, it's going to take you dark. Remember like the Facebook, they gave the sure. AI its own Facebook profile and it just went dark. Yeah. Now, I, I don't know whether that's because it's trying to get a click, which is the money incentive it uses the dark side because it gets more clicks. I guess that's the connection. Okay. You know, but that's where, so that's what, um, you're saying like, uh, in this, in the algorithm age, trying to deal with stuff is a way different ball game because you have all the people that are either like fighting or celebrating being dicks, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Which Michael Mead had a, his, that podcast about the Titans. 
So did good. you listen to that one? Yeah, because yeah. that was I thought that was genius. He's talking exactly about that, that grief myth of like the Titans got thrown into hell, which was for them Tartarus mm. for being too Trumpy, basically. <laughs> you know? They were just like, you know, might is right. We could do what we want. We're, we're entitled. We're, if I get away with it, it's okay. And, and celebrating all of that. Like, let's, yeah, let's start the fucking capital. You know what I mean? Like, it just, yeah. it was so crazy. And I thought, wow, I can't believe he tied that myth to right now. But that's what we're dealing with. And the, and the algorithm is fostering this huge resurgence of that. It's an impulse in anyway. Yeah. But now it's like fanning the flames for that. Well, you know, like that, that documentary about uh, how dangerous social media is, that should be like, you know, when you take driver's ed and you have to watch the video on like how unsafe driving can be so detrimental, like there needs to be like a warning, like on a side of a pack of cigarettes for social media, because a lot of people, your son is going to be more like, no, wait, I think he's safer on social media than a 70 something or 60 something year old person is right now. Because so he's, he's growing up with it and he's, and yeah, and you've yeah. seen that. Right. But think about people who this is like, oh, I heard about this. I could go see what my friends from high school did. And then it's like, wait, they're what's in the DNA of, you know, whatever. And it's like, oh, they're doing this to the government. And then like, they're just guess what I saw on the, that computer. And it must be true because it was there, you know? So, I mean, part of me, I feel like kids can s- s- filter bullshit. A lot faster. I don't think kids are the. I don't. I don't think the youth is the problem right now. I still have to teach him because he went. I watched. You know, we talked about maybe more on the Patreon on our regular podcasts about getting addicted to Ryan's world at like four. And I mean, I felt such a failure as a dad. I just let the algorithm have my kid and it took him to Ryan's world. Sells you toys, right? So then I started. You know, even yesterday, he was watching something, and Jess is cooking in the kitchen, and I'm playing with Kavi or whether. And she goes, "Hey, I heard him curse." So he'll watch a guy, a YouTuber that's playing Minecraft, actually teaching him things about Minecraft. But they get hopped up when they're in a game, and he goes, "What the hell?" And Jess was like, "What? Did I hear cursing off that channel?" So we're like trying to like. Mm-hmm. We still have to hurt him like sheep. Like, no, you know, you can't have cut. If you hear cussing, that's a red flag. It's got to go. If you hear. And so we are training him. But the algorithm is still like, yeah, click on this. Click on, and it disguises. Them. Remember I tell you about the dark Peppa Pig? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Dude, that blew my mind because it looks like Peppa Pig. It's mm. like my Peppa Pig candy. Oh, I'd like that. But then Peppa Pig gets her head cut off at the end. And I'm like, wait a minute. Peppa Pig, Reggie Pig doesn't get his head cut off. What is, what, and it's a fan that has made another Peppa Pig with like a dark ending. I was just like, what is going on out here? That's yeah, tons yeah. of views. Yeah, of course. Who took the of course time? it does. Who took what, what, the time? Like, wow. I mean, that's just, I mean, Jesus. that's been going on since that. that's like the crank call of, of 2020. You know what I mean? Like it's. There's so much of it and I'm, I'm sure I'm making money and they're getting my kid into like, so it's definitely, I think, I agree with you. I think kids will save it, but not also without a lot of sheep herding for us to go, hey, 
you got to Cause I do. My algorithm is good to me, but I'm very, yeah. you I, know, I, like I, when you see don't recommend <laughs> this channel or not interested, I think a lot of those things like, well, you have to just keep taking it out. Keep taking it. It comes well, back and keep taking it out. Yeah. I think the thing I hate the most about all of it is that I don't like when I'm fed what they think I should see next. And that's when <laughs> yes. I'll clear my search and I'll completely, and I'll do the, the not interested, not interested, yeah, not interested. Not in, even if I am interested, I'm just like not interested. Not, <laughs> so I've basically made my thing, you know, like, yeah, I mean, lately, I mean, it changed, you know, Norm MacDonald has yeah. owned my feed for, Oh, yeah, through the what? pandemic and Tim and Eric and, and, you know, uh, blooper outtakes of my favorite shows, like the, you know, the office outtakes were all grateful dead stuff, Michael Mead stuff, the mythology yeah. and stoicism and all that. But it always wants to throw in something that like, <laughs> I don't really care about, you know, and then I, I can feel it. <laughs> well, it's almost like I could feel it. Like I'm like, I'm eating at a buffet and I like what they're serving. And then it's like, Cause I'm picking it and then they go, yeah. Oh, did you ever try, you know, salmon? And I'm like, I'm leaving this whole fucking buffet. That's it. <laughs> and then I just go clear and I'm done and I move on because I just, I don't ever, I don't know what it is about lack of trust or lack of, you know, there, no one's doing this for free. No one is doing this out of the kindness of their heart. No one's working at YouTube going, Oh, Mike, you know, Mike likes Steve, Steve Brule on Tim and Eric Brule's rules. Like maybe he'll like, maybe we, maybe this will warm his heart. Maybe this will give, no, it leads to some, there's some reason they're sending me that way. So I'm like, I don't need to be led. It's fine. You know, See, mine does. I, mine has been good to me. I'll say half the time, like over the pan, over, over the, this tour, when I was really alone and I started working on this, uh, jazz horn stuff mm. you know mm. and then it started sending me other stuff and i was like oh and i was scared too i was like uh you can click on that I, one and I, then but i clicked on it and it was great and i say that it's fed me now that it knows but it does still have that other track it's always gonna throw in yeah the other crap to try to but i'm like you know i have one friend the guy that uh he did our logo Mm. And he goes, oh, man, I use that algorithm. He just goes, I'm in there on YouTube and I'm like, shoes. Yeah. Well, and you're right. Like the stuff up or whatever he's looking for. He's like, yeah. I let it do the work for me. Well, it's true. In certain ways, 100 percent. Like, you know, I'm going to be doing like an overnight camping trip. Right. And I was kind of like how to put together a certain thing or whatever. And that led me to a little wormhole of like people taking basically putting a GoPro on and hiking that. Appalachian Trail and watching them. And I'm like, okay, this is neat. Like I'm into this a little bit. And then it start, even that starts to get fucking, I'm like, oh God, forget it. I think the only thing that is always consistent is like, just you type in Jerry Garcia or Grateful Dead or whatever. And I'm like, I'll be fine. You know what I mean? Like it just, it, it, I don't know though, man. It's just like the whole thing is, I guess it's just back to what I try to remember Meditation helps me with it. I'll tell you that. But I try to just remember that all this shit is fake. Like all of it is when you're sitting yeah. and you're just close your eyes and it's quiet and you kind of like, like, like Bob Ross talked about with us, Bob Roth, not Bob Ross, Bob Roth <laughs> talked about with us was like just reaching that place of transcend where yeah. 
I, I'm, my, my phone's not in my hand while I'm meditating. My, I'm not on, there's no algorithm while I'm meditating. There's no left or right or stop the steal or sheeple or whatever fucking Pelosi <laughs> palaces and all, all this shit that's flying by us. So it's not when I'm, it's just yeah. nice and quiet. And I think about how like we lived in a time where we yeah. weren't, it wasn't 24 hour, you know, like, and not to quote Norm, the, which I'd like to bring up at some point before. Oh, we, I have so much I want to talk about with him. About um, him. He yeah. said, you know, when I was young, the news was a half an hour. And mm -hmm. uh, he goes, I think and they it was had about it right. Yesterday. And it was about <laughs> it was yesterday. Not, and he goes, <laughs> even then, I think the news wasn't a half hour. He's like, there was always a story about a local dog. But it's and commercials. <laughs> and commercials, right. But now, you know, like this whole thing. And, and so I just kind of. When I feel myself getting a headache, when I feel myself getting like tense and whatever, and I've said it from a couple months ago, lately I'm trying to get ahead of a thought or ahead of an emotion yeah. or ahead of something before it, I'm already underwater with it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's anxiety and depression and shit for me. It's like, fuck, Which, I didn't even see you coming. And yeah. then it's like, now I'm just in a, in like a bubble of it. And now it's like, how do you get out? And that's the panic attack. But yeah. knowing like for me, I don't expect anxiety to go away. I don't expect yeah. criticism yeah. or depression. That mm -hmm. would be completely irrational and, and I would never succeed really. But yeah. all I want to do is go like, I, I see you coming. Like I feel yeah, your you coming to it are and change. I can set myself and go like, all right, now I'm not. Cause man, when, if anyone has ever had a wave of a like a full blown panic attack just hit, yeah, man. I mean, it's like the the all the walls are caving in on you, and everybody's not who you thought they were, and it's just demons, and it's awful. So when I feel yeah. myself now going like getting an opinion <laughs> or getting a, <laughs> you know what I mean, like something steering me in a direction, I, I just genuinely start from a place of I don't trust you. When it comes to any of these uh, financial decisions, the, even the COVID shit, listen, I mean, how I'm vaccinated, I'm supporting, I support it. I think the science is, too. you know, whatever, but I can understand how someone may go like, why am I going to trust the government oh, yeah. when I have, you know, or CDC says this, FDA says this, the CDC, the WHO says this, but this, you know, and in this country they're doing that. And in that, well, it's if, like, the, if, the, if the FDA and the WHO weren't in bed with big pharma, I feel a lot better about things. I'm sorry. All, all it does though, all it does is go back to, and even these like initials and whatever, it, it goes back to everything is wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah, which like is it all needs a title and it all so needs a, well, they said things. this and they so said So when that. you realize that and you couple that with the time we're in with yeah. the algorithm just raining, which I do want to interject real quick. Um, I have a friend that told me he has way more Instagram followers than I do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he said, you know, I'm losing followers a lot and I'm not worried about it. He's like, I'm losing a lot of followers and I'm tracking it. And he says, but the reason I'm worried about it is because people are getting off social media. And I was like, wow, well, that's good news. So all this stuff, that's with everything. I hope. I think I can accurately predict that this is temporary. Because I think 
obviously, like, he's tipping me off that average Joes are hip to it now. They're like, yeah, this is, what am I doing all day? Like, well, that's, so if, yeah. if it starts to go away, you know, maybe the, the market will decide <laughs> that it's not good for us, you know? So I I, hope. I, that's kind of encouraging. Hey, I would like to right. see that. I mean, it's just, it's, it's unfortunate when you hear someone that hasn't been on social media go, I saw on Facebook, such and such. And you go, Oh, they got you. It's almost like, <laughs> Oh, you smoked a cigarette. Like you're fucked. You know what is, I mean? like, so it'd be like, man, we lost all our followers. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, fine. Everybody fine. social media. <laughs> I mean, really, that's the part of this whole thing. I hate. It's like, you know, you got to do it when you, you know, Hey, my shows are here. Or my, this is that, or listen to the podcast or whatever. And it's like, or don't, you know, really right. like just, or don't, or go, go outside or, yeah. or like, or don't come to my show. I, I don't care. Well, it's like mushrooms. Like we were saying, like, you know, the cool thing about if you use mushrooms this way to help you get off SSRIs, to help deal with depression, to help deal with anxiety, eventually the mushrooms are going to get you off of the mushrooms. Yeah. Right? So if our podcast will send you back outside if our Don't podcast me. will send you to go create art in some way visual Delete musical comedic account. yeah to go like you know like <laughs> yeah just we're here yeah we're it's like the i use the alan carr easy way book to quit smoking i don't go back and read it every day but i have exactly. a copy of it in case someone needs it you know what i mean so yeah you're right dude i appreciate that yeah if so anyone's are, listening just go the fuck outside <laughs> go outside and don't mess it up yeah leave it how it is or better you know the, the podcast will be right where you paused it <laughs> <laughs> you can listen to amazing. Go <laughs> the rest of it right once it starts raining you can come in and, and finish you know uh you know norm mcdonald i gotta say yeah. and look now maybe this uh, algorithm thing does work for one or two reasons. When I was yeah. in the pandemic and it was, you know, really just getting started, I went right back on my anti-anxiety meds and I went right to all the things that made me laugh as a kid. Yeah. And it was yeah. just survival mode because I had, I felt like my hands were tied. Couldn't go on the road. Couldn't help out my, you know, my wife's like working a million hours. Like, uh, uh, she'd come home from the hospital and have to put her clothes in a bag and we'd spray it with Lysol and pray over it. And, you know, you didn't know what was happening. And Norm MacDonald, Tim and Eric Simpsons, like all the stuff I love, like it's, it, I, I fell so deeply into it. And it was just like literally have my phone against the sink while I'm shaving. And I'm just listening to like Norm on Conan telling old jokes that are you know like coal miner jokes and shit and it was just something there's certain comics and this isn't one of those like tributes to Nor like yeah. I, i'm not I'm, i would never even pretend to throw my hat in that ring i never met him i don't yeah. like you know there are certain comics that you watch where you go like just like there's certain musicians i i'd met where you listen and you watch and you go like i'll always be able to watch them I have a hard time watching stand-up comedy because it's what yeah. I do. And number one, I don't want to be influenced by anybody, but number two, I don't want to be like, 
I did something somewhat, there's parallel thought. So you don't want to norm that guy. (laughs) He he, talk about aliens living among the humans. Like that cat had this weird confidence and sly kind of smile (laughs) to the other world where it was like, I got this figured out. Like he, he figured out how to like the punch counter punch, of yeah. comedy where, where it was just like he, he had Letterman cracking up. He had Conan cracking up. He had every single person he was around dying. He had a voice of his own. He had like, and, and it, and it, the thing that's kind of crazy is that I did the math and he wrote his book. I mean, they say he knew he had cancer for nine years. He wrote his yeah. book, I think like six years ago or whatever. Right. So that's like him. He, he had to lay it out before it was too late and he may yeah. even made his memoir a lie <laughs> like his biography is a tr- <laughs> some of it's you know whatever it's embellished but i mean the thing that I, I i loved so much about him was that it was just like he was he was so pure that he was always right on the other side of like crying and vulnerability yeah. and all that stuff yeah. and god he openly was like believed in god <laughs> That came up from my out. Thank you algorithm for that. It's like Norm Macdonald God with a, with a bunch of different interviews. I was like, what? Yeah. Yes, please. I heard an interesting thing from, uh, I've watched some tributes to him of like Saget and mm-hmm. people that were really, really close to him. Yeah. And they, they mentioned like he was so willing to bomb. Like he just didn't care. And that reminded me so much of Colonel Bruce. He was like, yeah, bombing's part of like, you're just, you're not showing the whole thing if you're not showing bombing too. Yeah. We should talk about you know? this because for people who don't – it's weird to me that like some people have never been to a stand-up show or some people have never been to like understand comedy or whatever. You know, you learn – we don't go to a, a rehearsal studio and go, guys, I wrote this song in B minor like on three and like start. <laughs> we have right. a thought – or maybe a punchline or whatever. And like, you go to a show that maybe you feel okay, like throwing caution to the wind and trying it out, or you go to an open mic or you write it or you text them, Hey, what do you think about this? And whatever. And there's always that first time you tell it. And it's like, it's like you're constantly on the edge. You could do if, if you're, if you never bomb, then you're not growing. If yeah. you never buy, if you always tell the jokes that work, yeah, then you're a, you're a, you might, I, I that, that just has, I have, I have no interest in that, you know, Take and, my and, wife, and, please. <laughs> yeah. And it, the thing that stinks too, is that when you start to have any type of a, you know, if you've got that critic, the critics going, these people paid for a show, you know, these jokes work. Yeah. Be, be a professional, you know, like be an entertainer, entertainer, a your good entertainer. people go my act. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Whereas like there are some comics I know that I'm honored to know that will go up with a piece of paper and just like it will fall flat. But you don't know that because you're the only one that's hearing it and it's in your head and you get up and then sometimes halfway through a sentence, you're like, ah, fuck, this isn't funny at all. (laughs) You know what I mean? And you can't back out because there's people are sitting in the crowd watching and you got to kind of. So like bombing is the part it's like the man. I remember hosting the cellar one night and, you know, I think it was rock popped in 
Chris Rock yeah. popped in and he famously will go up and kind of just be like, what to talk about next? Like what to talk about next? And he takes his time and he's like, you know, relationships. And, and then he'll go into a thing about, and he'll just kind of, and you'll see the crowd has that moment of like, yeah, what's he going to say? Like, he's going to, he's going to yeah. hit us with something. And then it's like, this is taking a lot longer than I thought it was going to. And then they're like, I don't think he knows what he's doing right now. Like, like this, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and people walk outside and they go, did, did he know he was going to go on tonight? Like Chris Rock wasn't that funny. And it's like, ma'am, first of all, he doesn't owe you shit. You paid $12 to get into the show. So, and you got Chris and Rock. You got, yeah. Number two, you just watched the first trimester. Yeah of a birth that's going to happen in, in six months or a year that yeah. you're going to go, oh, I was there. I saw him do, you know, like remember when that was just, then you're going to be proud yeah. to be there to watch that, you know, for 12 bucks, for 12 again. bucks on like a Tuesday, <laughs> right? Like yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> but right. there's, there's guys like Norm that, I mean, like his shit, he, it seemed like he never, that's what I mean by like, he figured it out in the sense yeah. of like, fuck it like i'm already on letterman fuck it i'm gonna get fired from snl like okay i mean i love that that was my favorite thing to hear about norman's he got fired from snl i didn't know any of this um, because there was a friend of oj's that was i guess it high up in the show yeah and One he was just hammering OJ jokes. But then after they fired him, his movie came out, I guess, that he did with Saget. What's it called? The Wild Thing or Dirty something? Dirty Work. Dirty Work. That's Artie it. Lang and yeah. All, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then they had him host it. And he goes, you know, I got fired from this show a while back. So that means one of two things. Either I got a whole lot funnier in the last year or this show sucks. <laughs> and, then, and either it is. And then he did like a whole slew of OJ jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, like, he was wow. just. He, he, he was fearless. Man. He was That's, fearless. And you want to know what else, too? The thing about him unreal. is that he was like genuinely sweet. Like there are Super comics sweet. I know that he un unwarranted. Like I don't know if that's the right word. What do you say when you're not asked to? Uh, unprompted. Or, unprompted. Yeah. Yeah. Unprompted. He would just go on like Twitter or social media, whatever, and just like shout out comics that he thought were funny. Or he would That's retweet great. comics wow. that he thought were funny and he kept up with people and he was in communication cool. with people. One of the things I loved that I saw was that someone posted that their mom died and Norm, like they, someone wrote to them and said like, Hey Norm, could you shed a little insight or make me laugh? Like my mom died and it's, I'm really bent out of shape over it. And he wrote back to this perfect stranger and said, take the love that your mother gave you and shine it out on all the people that you love. And that's how she'll live on. And it's like, yeah. he didn't have to do that. How many people wouldn't have? And he didn't make a joke out of it or share it. Or that's, that's right. a very vulnerable moment when you reach out to someone and they're yeah. like, they could easily just go, look at this clown, like, you know, and make it about them. But he was always sweet and, and, from what I saw and I'm a massive fan yeah. and uh, kindness is genius. Yeah, dude, that's the thing, you know, and you yeah. want to know my, you know, what's so one of the saddest parts, I mean, Norm dying is clearly the saddest, but 
One of the interesting things about Norm dying is every single tribute follows a pattern where it's someone talks about how, you know, we lost Norm. No one knew he was sick, how genius he was, how he had his own voice. Then someone does a Norm joke in a Norm voice. Yeah butchers it apologizes for doing a bad impression and then continues to do the impression and finishes the joke over and over and i was just about to do the exact same thing my one of my favorite jokes of his because it's just it just shows how silly he was was he said like he went to the he went and when you start to do a joke of norms like it feels weird not to do it with that voice <laughs> But he had to go to the airport and show his ID. And he goes, now the word ID, right? Like, let's see. The I is short for I and D is short for dentification. <laughs> and he goes, I kind of feel like D's doing all the heavy lifting in that. And, I went, and it's just such a funny, silly dentification. Like he feels bad for D. And I just, that's, it's, to me, it's just so fucking hilarious, man. And he would go on, cone, like, He's going, oh, he said uh, LSD. He did a great joke about LSD. He goes, uh, you know, I don't, and, uh, LSD was the, the drug I did when I was a kid. He's like, uh, he goes, and, and, and they, they warned me to don't not take it on account of you can get a flashback 10, 20 years, 30 years goes by and you'll get a flashback. And he goes, wait a minute. You're telling me I buy a drug for $5. I take it now. And then 20 years later, it works again. He's like, that sounds pretty good. He goes, I'm someone who likes to stretch my drug dollar. He goes, but I'm here to tell you, I take an LSD 10 years, 20 years, 30 years gone by no flashback. Just a bunch of horse shit from Big Acid. <laughs> you know, just calling it like Big Acid to me was just—it's those little silly things that that. Oh my goodness! I, I, when you're watching him, you're kind of like, it makes you go like, I don't know how to do stand up. I'm a fucking fraud because this guy's a you know what I mean? Because you you just you see some of these guys. It's just such a unique. I I got on a Norm McDonald thing way earlier on in the pandemic. Yeah, uh, and I don't even know how, but I went, you know, I went in and uh, he's just one of those. He is so unique, like just his voice and speech pattern, yep. his way of looking at things and then his willingness to uh, to own it. It'd be like he he realized, like, this is great. Like, this is the weird <laughs> way that I am. It's yeah. that's the thing like yeah. you know it's uh it encourages me to like yeah you have those little weird thoughts but whether it be musically or whatever like what's wrong with that if you had it it's not hurting anybody like what's you know thanks for listening we'll be right back after this hey there osiris listeners i wanted to tell you about our friends over at smart wool for more than 25 years, Smartwool has been making merino wool socks and apparel designed to keep you comfortable. Because they want to help you play, laugh, and explore in the outdoors with every thread they knit and every step you take. Because they believe that comfort sharpens focus and lets you perform beyond your limits. They are here to help you feel good. Now, it's up to you how far you will go. Take 15% off of your first order at smartwool.com. Smartwool. Go far, feel good. What's up, everyone? I'm Mike. And I'm O'Teal. And these are our Sunset Lake CBD gummies that are almost gone. Sunset Lake CBD is a farmer-owned business that ships CBD products 
directly from their farm to your door. For years, Sunset Lake was a Vermont dairy farm producing milk for Ben and Jerry's ice cream. In 2018, they diversified and started growing hemp for CBD. And with a product for everyone, they offer pre-rolls, hemp cigars, and hemp flowers, as well as tinctures, gummies, and CBD-crafted coffee to help with stress, aches, and pains. Sunset Lake CBD saves you money by shipping high-quality CBD products directly from their farm to your door. Want to know what I've been using a lot of, Oteal? This salve with the arnica uh, yeah. on, my, on my old bones. You get back from a show and you got tore ankle, rub a little bit of this on there. You're ready to dance the next day. And you know, S Sunset Lake uh, comes a time listeners can visit sunsetlakecbd.com and use promo code TIME for 20% off of their purchase. That's sunsetlakecbd.com, promo code TIME. And tell them we sent you. Thanks for listening. Yeah, and it also like it. He, he it seems like he figured out how to like overcome that critic. You know, when you're doing yeah. stand up and you're up there and you get over time, I think you get. I I like comics that are okay with silence. And I got to think about that while I'm saying it because like I like comics that don't have to rush through. Yeah. There's certain things you pick up, like you watch. There's some comics where like they'll say the punchline and then they'll go, uh, after the punchline. And it's almost kind of like a nervous tick where it's, or it becomes yeah. part of their rhythm. Then there's some comics that just lay out the punchline and then just let it go up, let it go down, let the room kind of settle back to like a tempo. And then the next thing, you know, yeah. and Norm was the king of that. Like you'd think the joke was over. And you're like, is he just ending it in the middle? And then he would just go back more into this, like, man, it's a, he does this, this crazy joke about the news and about how, like, you see this story about a woman who was went missing. And at first you're like, oh, I don't care. In fact, I'm glad because I don't know her. And then he's like, the more I watch it, the more I start to lay. It's about this woman, Janice. <laughs> the whole thing ends with, like... Like her and she's in a shallow grave and he's like, why the first thing I would do is like, make sure I had a nice deep grave, you know, like, and then I would go back and, and he just, it's like a 15 minute bit O'Teal. That's just like, <laughs> what the fuck? You're like, what are we doing? But he's talking about getting invested in the news and you're now getting invested in his joke the same way he was. And it's just such, it's, it's like wow. magic. It's like a magic yeah. trick. That was, yeah. And, and it's just like, he did it to you the way that you're, you know, the character in this joke or whatever. Um, but he's, he's someone I always wish I had the chance to say like, I, you know, thanks and stuff. But uh, that's one of those guys from my, that's a thing I think about quite a bit with like my childhood, you know what I mean? Like we're going to start seeing, a lot of people, you know. Oh, dude, dying. that's that's with me because I'm 57 now, and man, they're all. I mean, they've been going mm. for a while, but I, I'm really. I guess I'm just more acutely aware of it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and um, the, <laughs> the reaper getting close, like you're on the conveyor belt, and you're getting closer <laughs> to the reaper yourself. Like, yeah, everybody's falling off the belt, you know. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> but it is it is very sweet to see. Like there seems to be a, a, a very similar thing between, and I I hope you understand what I mean by this, but by like 
the love that everyone is showing Kofi and, yeah. the lo- uh, and the love that everyone's showing Norm. It's almost like when you have these people who are just genuine, like they brighten people's lives. Yeah. People want to celebrate their life, you know, Bright and want spirits. To- yeah. And that's the thing I think that's really kind of wild about these past couple, you know, this in particular is because I saw online so many people posting the pictures of, you know, with Kofi shirts and with, yeah, you know, and then to hear all the beautiful things that all these other comics that I like look up to, you know, like I was texting with a tell about it and it was just like, we're, you yeah. know, like to me, those are like the two funniest guys, but it, it's, it's just, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it makes me think of, uh, that, uh, little bit of that the algorithm spit up about him talking about God. Cause I didn't realize he was, uh, I don't want to say a religious person. Cause I think he was, well, he went to church. Yeah. I guess he would call He did. I think at one point he did call himself a Christian, but, um, he, it was interesting hearing him talk to all these different interviewers mm-hmm. about faith. And he was really, very perpetually annoyed, shall we say, at atheists, you know, and he helped me zero in on exactly what, I mean, I I had zeroed in on it before, but now I knew exactly, like he helped me laser focus. Why? Because I I kept wanting him to say it. You know how when you're listening to an interview and you wish you could interject? Sure. You know? That's why and I have so, a podcast. <laughs> exactly, because now we can. So I, he helped me focus it. And it was my problem is not with what their belief is, that there is no God, right? Mm. My problem is that I don't believe that they believe it. So I have to be specific here. And I'm not talking about atheism because that's a separate thing. But I will say, because this has been said to me, it's scientific materialism. I don't believe in anything that I can't prove scientifically. And I'm like, bullshit. Mm. Right. So where I'm coming from is, okay, do you, does it matter? Right. I will, I'll circle back around to that. Does it matter? So you don't believe anything that you can prove scientifically pick person that you love the most. Right. Now, I don't know if it's your mom, sister, whatever. You could have had a crappy mom. I don't know. But pick that person and then go. So if I now I, I'm going to kill them on a whim. Does it matter? Mm-hmm. Right. Now, there's a number of things to unpack in here. One, first of all, before I even kill them. <laughs> Hypothetically, of course. Sounds like a norm joke. <laughs> but this is like, I think he kind of thinks this way. Um, you don't believe in anything you can't prove scientifically, so you can't say you, either you don't love them or you do believe in stuff you can't prove scientifically. Mm-hmm. I asked you if you love someone, so I was have to say you believe that you love them. I could say I know that I love them. I know okay. it. I know I love Nigel. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. I don't have to believe anything. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. Like, I know I love Jess. I know I love Kavi. I know, right? I know I love my mom. All right. So, which is it? Do you believe your belief or don't you? Now, if you're if you're going to wiggle out of that or sidestep that one, 
then I'm going to put the heat on you and go, okay, now I'm going to kill them on a whim. Does it matter? Because if you don't believe in anything you can't prove scientifically, that means you don't believe in love, which means it doesn't matter if I kill them. Like, why does it matter? Mm-hmm. And we know it matters. We know it matters. Don't tell me you don't know it matters if I kill that person on a whim or for any reason other than they were trying to kill my kids or something. You know what I mean? But sure. Right. So, yeah, that's well, my thing. Like, you, you don't believe what you're saying. Right. So how can we even argue about you want to argue about, oh, I don't believe in some old man. I'm like, man, you don't even believe your premise. Dude, this goes <laughs> right back to. Why? Most people don't believe their premise. Why do you think that? Did you hear this stuff about how people who are so anti-vax are going Mm. disguised to get (laughs) vaxxed because they know they need the vaccine, but they're scared to go, hey, you know what? My bad. I was wrong. Whatever. Everybody is like no one really knows what they and and that goes back to my whole thing where I, I don't know. Like, I don't know much. And I, and I, the yeah. thing about atheism, and I think I forget who it was, maybe one of Louis C.K.'s specials or whatever. He told a joke about how atheists, how atheists can go like, there's definitely not a God. He goes, you can see a hundred feet in front of you. So God can be behind you the whole time going like this. <laughs> like just, just cause you can't see it doesn't mean it's not real. Like, well, they're also believing conviction. in something they can't prove. I'm like, you're doing exactly what you accuse. This is why I spend most of my <laughs> time with dogs, so. Othiel. Every human is a but, fucking bonehead. No, but see, I think there's hope because like some people you cannot use critical thinking with. And this is what my whole thing, remember I told you I, I want to develop this theology based on logic, which everybody would think is nuts. Or the scientific materialists, oh, you're going to use logic? And theology, where's the place in that? But but it's there because you know it's wrong for me to kill them. Mm-hmm. You know it. It's very simple. It's binary. Is it right or wrong? Right? Like, so and it's logical. I don't want, you don't want me to kill your mom. I don't want to do it because I wouldn't want you to kill my mom. Like, you know, it's, sure. that's logic, right? Right, right. Do unto others is just logic. So, but I, don't, I, don't I, you don't you agree though that there are some people that are just like the ones that are the loudest tend to be the dumbest, and the ones that are the most scared. Yeah. So it's like those are the ones that are gonna, you know, like those are the ones that are gonna shout. I don't believe but, you know whatever. But and we it's always, like, oh, well, yeah. like you got to get to a point. I I personally think where you go like, why the hell am I going to waste my time talking to you? Yeah, you know, like, well, and I, I will like not waste my time. So, so, but you know, for me, it's almost like, uh, you know, it's worth 120 seconds to just pose you a quick question <laughs> <laughs> about what you said you believe, right? Yeah. And then we can, then I can, we could be done with each other. I just want to find out, just can you answer me one thing here? Because I have a little bit of the, you know, I like to think there's hope for people to. You know, yeah. like like Norm Macdonald, like, you know, I was surprised that he got that deep about it with that many different interviewers. And I feel like when everybody is been. judging religion by the worst people in it, the people that understand it, in my view, the absolute least. Yeah. Then it's like, so I have to like speak up and sure. go, wait a minute. What about 
you know, Martin Luther King, Bill Maher, you know, like what about, you know, the good ones? What about Gandhi? What about, you know, yeah, but you also you got to write like the, maybe Bill Lama. What, what about those guys? Yeah. Come yeah. on. Come uh, on. I hear you, dude. I hear you. I think that I think I, I just would much rather have conversations with people who admit they don't know. Like, I, and, well, and to me, that to me, yeah. like, what religion is that? Because that's what I am. I'm that's like a, a, that's called agnosticism. And that's what I am. I didn't. Yeah. I never knew. I don't like the think, one time. One time, I had a conversation with like uh, someone about politics, and I was like, I just kind of feel like we should do this and this and that, whatever. And they go, Oh, well, you're that then. And I'm like, Well, then okay. forget everything I said because I may not feel that way in a day. You're a socialist. One. Yeah, there was some whatever. <laughs> I was like, Oh, everyone, you know, because I have student debt. It's like, Oh, education for you. Oh, well, you're a communist. I'm like, Okay, well then. The, number one, I'm never going to talk to you about it again because you're pointing at me, calling me something that I don't even know. Why do? Why does everything need a title? Why does everything need a? I'm this or I'm that or I have to say all of this. The thing I don't like about saying that 100% I'm this is that you have to now say everything else isn't yeah. true. That's the problem I had with Catholicism and whatever well, because it's like I'm not going to say I'm other gods are wrong. Like I don't I, know that. Who can am say I to I say? A hundred percent believe in love. Sure. Yeah, I do. Right. Of course. But that doesn't yeah. mean that I'm saying like and that, that doesn't other people, I guess. But I don't know, man. I, I I have a hard time with like, well, we had a conversation about like how, you know, you, you got to remember that some people ruined it for some of us. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you got someone going, this is what you now believe and this yeah. is what you and you better. It's hard. Every do, sin, man. every sin that you Blah, blah, blah. And then that guilt is just like fucking, it's like clockwork orange. Why would I want to go to the minute I could decide that I don't want to go to church? <laughs> Fuck that. Thing, the thing is, it's like, it's like, what was it? The Anne Lamott book? I'm sure there's or deadheads and fish fans and everybody that are ruining the dead and fish for so many people because they're going, bro, you got to check out this jam. You got, and everyone's like, get the fuck. You smell like patchouli. Get away from me. You're gross and I don't like it. And you, you pushing it where more, if you just yeah. put it on and you, someone goes, Oh, what's that? And it's like, Matt's grateful dad, you know, go find it if you want, you know, whatever <laughs> yeah. people. I, I, it's so funny when people know I like fish, they'll tell me why I should hate fish. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> I, I love that you don't like fish because there's more tickets for me. I have more room now. Like, you know, like I don't want you there. And I feel the same way about politics and the same way about religion is like, go do whatever the fuck you want. Just don't hurt each other and realize that someone else may not agree with you, but that doesn't make them wrong. I feel that way about yeah. pretty much everything. So whatever See, that I, is, I just want to, what, what I'm interested in is I'm interested in finding the people in religion and politics and music and everything else, comedy and everything that do believe their own print. The, what, what I consider the true one, and I'm, I'm saying this as someone I think can, I think I have a somewhat informed opinion on what the true premise, like if I said, you know, Jesus came to make us all feel guilty. How right does that sound? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> So, like that was his whole clearly, thing. The, clearly, whoever did that to you, just not believing the actual premise of what this person, <laughs> mythical or not, came for. 
Right? And like, let's take him totally as a myth. Sure. But if you asked me. It still me, sounds ridiculous. Right, right. But if, you, but if you asked me, if you flat out said, Mike, what do you think about Jesus? I would say, I believe he existed. And I believe that everything that he, you know, stood for and everything that he motivates in people is beautiful. And that a lot of people yeah, fucked it up. Like a lot, like yeah. the, the Crusades and all. Like I hate that the idea that like Even let's just go that, like Constantine, sure whatever, weird, yeah, really. just like chopping people's heads <laughs> off if they don't believe in Jesus. Like come on, like and then but but I'm, I'm also gonna say that I don't think that I think Buddha that whole thing happened. I think Muhammad. I think that whole thing happened. Yeah. I think that the whole Jesus thing happened. I think that Something religion, happened. religion. I think that people who uh. worship the sun. That makes complete yeah. sense to me. Tarot. Absolutely. If it, Everything if it, dies without it. Native American <laughs> oral tradition. You know what I mean? Like Bob Weir said it. Per if it rings those lofty bells for you, yeah, then perfect. So you know what? Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to tell you that Jesus wasn't. I, again, I don't, I know, don't know shit. Exactly. That's why, that's why I look at it. You know what I did is I just read it. I was like, you know, this has and continues to cause a lot of problems. Like I still haven't read Mein Kampf. So I, that's a, Ugh. you know, but it, it has and continues to cause a lot of problems. So I feel like I should read it. You know, it's a little different than reading the New Testament, but Jeez, I, yeah. I was like, I feel like I should read this. And I was also told to read this in the mystical experience that I had. Hmm. Right. Oh, so yeah? I was really? like, well, just read it. Just, just read it, man. Like, it's short. It's super short. Right. And I read it and I was just like, and then when I read the whole thing, I was like, so I asked Jim Barnett, God rest his soul, um, who... You know, Dr. Barnett has yeah. doctored in the stuff, right? I said, uh, he gave me these commentaries by this cat named William Barclay. Uh, I think he was a Scottish cat. Um, I'm not even sure. Was he in the 1800s or from the 50s? Anyway, he he is taught in all these seminaries, but a lot of the uh, Southern Baptists and more fundamentalists don't like him because he was a universalist, which means he believed that everybody goes to heaven. But they all study him in the seminary, but then they selective. You'll hear his stuff in these sermons, but yeah. they cut out all the other stuff. And so when I would find, I was like, when Barclay said this, I was like, do these pastors know that he said that? He said, oh, yeah. I said, well, they're being completely spiritually, intellectually dishonest by omitting. Yeah, this now they're allowed to believe differently. I mean, the guy's just such a heavy scholar; you can't get around him, right? So everybody uses him and studies him, but they leave out all this other stuff. Like, and I was like, "Wow, this is just Game of Thrones once again." But in the polit uh, in the religious arena, it could be in politics, it's in music, it's in comedy, it's infected everything. It's everywhere. Right. Selective, is, selective here. I mean, that's a lot of what's yeah. going on in culture right now. But you know? I'm always like, I'm put in these situations by the universe, like or God or whatever, where like I'll be in on the bus with butch trucks for 15 years. <laughs> you know? And he's like, I don't know how you believe this shit or teal. And I try, I try to explain and use spiritual logic. Mm -hmm. And it just, you know, we, 
we never did come to agreement over it. But it was very, uh, I think it was very important, really, if nothing else, for just me and him. Yeah. You know, to like, to try to like work this. He's like, I know you. I know your heart. Like, how could you possibly? And I'm like, here's how. Yeah, that's a good point. This is why it matters. This is why I think it matters. Yeah. Like, you know, so. Well, and I guess, I guess too, though, also is where my firm belief, no matter what, is that actions are always 10 times more important than words. Words are jokes. Words are in context. Words are sarcasm. Words are, you know, uh, semantics, semantics. Words are taken out of context. Words are this, yeah. but actions are where uh, the uh, the real soul of a person is. Where when you see someone helping someone else, or you see so- if you yeah. can see someone in need, that's the thing that with religion and with a lot of it is that like if a hypocrite is telling you about the Bible, and then you see the way that they act in life, or the way that they're, you find out that's just a funnel for money from a call in yeah. and I'll send you a prayer over the 800 line or whatever. You're kind of like, eh, feel bad for Jesus a little bit because he's oh. got a lot of people throwing his name around on You're some crucifying them all products, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> and so my whole thing is kind of like with that butch trucks thing or with whatever, like I don't, I don't ever think I have the right to tell anyone that, that, that what they're doing is wrong or not true, but yeah. I would rather just go like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try to live in a way that you could go to, but Hey, but just watch me and I'll tell, and that's, well, that's see, religion. He, you know? he was one of those people that we were talking about early. That was really hurt by religion. And those yeah. are the hardest to get through to And probably the reason I did it with him is because I was doing the same thing in parallel with my dad who yeah. recently acknowledged the existence of God. And Good. I didn't even know. My sister told me. And and you know what it did for him? He goes, well, over time, I've seen so much stuff happen with uh, Carol and Adaro and O'Teal and Leilani. And, and he's like, how could I get to, how could I deny it? He just was able to see how things played out. Yeah. So it was logic that it, that finally did the trick. Yeah. You know, it's a life it, of living and it's, it's a crazy, yeah, but on yeah. the other side, on, on the other side of the coin of what you're saying though, like about actions it's, it's versus words, you know, I did believe in love and I did believe in my, my conscience. I just went against it. My actions did not at all match up with of my co- conscience. Amen. And that's dude. Me the too. human condition. Yeah. Like you can believe in the good and still keep doing bad. That's oh, God, what 12 yeah, step that's... groups are about. And that's why it matters because that was the only thing that helped me see like logically why I was doing that. And I was like, oh, I'm going to keep doing the same thing. That's how yeah. I found God. I was like, this isn't going to work. I'm going to keep doing the same thing. I didn't know why, though. But then I found out why I was like, oh, all humans are wired this way. We make mistakes. And that's also why we need grace. Like, man, I definitely had Nigel at the right time. Mm -hmm. 
you know, yeah, because now yeah. I can know when he makes mis- it's okay, man. Well, and also, man, right? that kind of goes back to the something in the beginning that where it's like, you know, if you can separate your, if you can admit you're a human and that humans are imperfect and, and that, that we make mistakes imperfect. and that yeah. we're imperfect, right? You did that. You did that, it. Yeah. You're guilty. Not yeah. to be guilty, feel guilty, but you did it. Right? But if you can then separate yourself from your ego and go, I want to learn from this or whatever and move forward differently, then that's what is in my opinion religion and progress and all that other stuff and love and love you know that's yeah love is putting something before yourself right yeah there you go right say that again say that again but that's what that's what this whole uh, kindness is genius thing yeah love is i mean that's what the 12 step program says it's like as long as you're the higher power yeah you're going to keep doing the same thing Sure. Something else to, has to come first. Now, if you don't want it to be God or a higher power or whatever, then it can't be you, though. It can't be you. Something else has got to come first. Sure. Right. And I think yeah. that's that's something that is not even in scientific territory. Like, I'm fine with science, but just don't tell me that you believe that's all there is because there's all this other stuff over here. That if you don't get this together, it, you're out of here. Like, remember when we no. were on the phone that day and there's some guy like wandering around and I had to like help yeah. him get home. Like, you're like, I got to go to And it was I'll just, right this, yeah. And it was like a hundred degrees out. And there's this poor yeah. guy wandering around, older guy, elderly, I'd say. And he had no idea where he was. He didn't know how to get home. Hot, like flushed. And, and I was trying to talk to him and he didn't, he didn't really, he, he, I think he probably didn't speak English as a primary language to start with, but he was also yeah. very tired and whatever. And I was kind of like, all right, where do you live? And I walked him home and then I told you about it and you were like, that's like, you know, I forget what you said, but something nice about me, but I'm just like, I don't, that's not nice of me. That's what the yeah. fuck I'm supposed to do. You can't leave yeah. someone and you know what I mean? Like, I, I, like I didn't, my dad, remember I told you when you told me that story, I think I told you about my dad. I was driving around with him. Uh, and all of a sudden he, he just jumps out of the car. Yeah. <laughs> that's Washington, right. DC. And I was like, what's good? It was really early in the morning. And he's running and, you know, and he goes and a pimp was beating up a hooker in the street and he cannot see women. He hits a switch. If you beat up, if you abuse a woman, a switch flips. And he was just out of the car all of a sudden. It's like, what the hell is going on? And he yeah. went in and duked it out. You know, I mean, he could have got shot. Sure. He could have got knifed. Yeah, that's crazy. But it was just a switch. You have that same thing. My mom has it. It's, it's but it's, it's just how do you? It's how do you, almost you, involuntary. Exactly. And to me, it's just like, well, I mean, I wasn't like. You know, I don't know how I would have been able to go to sleep that night, wondering where that guy was now. Is he wandering around? Did he pass out, hit his head, whatever? It's like whatever I could do to try to get him at least closer to home safe, you know? But that's just the things that you're supposed to – to me, that's more important than standing on a a soapbox and going, here's how you're supposed to vote and here's how you're supposed to this and here's how you're supposed to – fuck all that. Just be be nice to other people. Like that's all to me. And when it boils down to it and it's like – I forget what movie this was. Maybe – Bronx Tale or something like when you're when you're under the covers with you know and it's just you (laughs) like 
it's the people who you like take, you got to take care of the ones that are in your world and they will yeah. see you doing it. And then it, that you have to hope that yeah. ripples out. You know it what I mean? Did, it you did see some with of my these, dad eventually. It took, only took 90 years or 89 years. I remember seeing these, some of these batshit crazy dudes that are on TV at like whatever hour screaming at about Jesus. Like, I mean, just, you know, and, oh, it's like, yeah. and if you send $50. But see, you know, it's I like Diners Club and I take the people. That's always the people that get the credit for being religious. Well, right. But also there's those people in sports. There's those people in comedy. There's those people in politics and music. Nobody writes off comedy. Nobody writes off sports. Nobody says sports is bullshit or comedy's bullshit or, you know, it should go away. The planet would be better if it just went away. They just go, no, those guys are full of shit. But with religion, it's like, oh, religion should just go away. I'm like, man, you're just... I don't know. Yeah, I'm I don't. Just ignorant. I don't. Anybody who thinks they a whole bunch of people that, that actually saved. took that message to heart. Yeah, that mm-hmm. like it saved my life, dude. Nigel wouldn't have a life. Well, there you go. <laughs> he wouldn't have one I know. at all. And what's I weird? Keep it up. I was like, this is. And then what's weird is that Coffee like you would know, be off like somewhere, you know? Yeah. No, I know. It's true. It's true. That's why you just go, hey, who am I to say? I don't know. Like, I just don't know. I like that. So I'm agnostic. That's what that is. Does that mean that I believe in like uh, anything at all or all of them or? It just means you're not sure. That's I mean, I just think that everyone's entitled to their. It's almost like that. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we're on the same page with that. I'm not. My whole thing is this. There's a guy somewhere who or a woman somewhere who lived thousands and thousands of years before Jesus walked the earth. Right. And they believed in because the sun grew his food and made, you know, gave his all of his like livestock life and his whatever. And when it rained it. So he believed in like nature. As like I'm a guest here on Earth, and that's my, to me, I'm like that makes with that a million percent more sense <laughs> than a guy who you know three days later he wasn't in the tomb. But I'm not gonna say it's wrong, you know. Well, I'm not I gonna always say, think do you know what I mean? Possible because I've seen the impossible happen. Sure, and anything's so, possible because all I see is what's there. You know, I don't know. I mean, I think ultimately, if we're all honest, we're all agnostic because you don't. Well, the, uh, the only thing I know is love. Like, I know that. It's so deep. You know what I mean? But it's there so are deep. people who say, all I have are my beliefs. Oh, you, absolutely. You know that. You know but that. You know, they're also. And those are people who, why even bother talking to them? In error, ignorant, like, you know, I mean, yeah. in, in, a one, in one sense, all any of us have is our beliefs. But we just believe that we're not sure about anything all the way 100%, except for one thing for me, which is love. And so I just have to like, you know, there's only certain of those people that I care to engage with. (laughs) And the the list is getting shorter. (laughs) And that's a good thing. That's that's because that's less... Uh, constant annoyance, right? Well, the shorter you know, the freedom, list, the less the annoyance. perpetual annoyance. <laughs> and you know, if I could help, because I I do see some people that are, to talk about this are lost. Yeah. yeah. I do see some people that are lost and that have taken their own lives. Sure. And I wish they could have got it. I wish they could have got it. 
Well, and I think too, it also comes with a point of maturity too, that like our human, whatever condition you go through is that like you automatically kind of have a little bit of a rebellious, Mm-hmm. Like peer after being like told you have to get on Sunday morning, get up and go and stand and kneel and chant and do this and, 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 you know, forget yeah. you're always wrong, blah, blah. And then finally <laughs> you don't have to, wrong. then you don't have to go. You're <laughs> like, yeah, fuck the verse in the Bible where Jesus, <laughs> it's not Jesus, him, dude. Jesus, I told you it's wrong. It's I in told Matthew you 20, it's not, oh, I died for your like, sins. <laughs> and that why'd you die? Like, you know, like, no, I didn't ask you to die for me. You died for me. Like, what the fuck? So I guess my whole thing is like, my point is this, then you get into your kind of like rebellious, whatever. And yeah. you know, there's other things. And then you kind of almost look at other things because it's like cool to like Buddhism's kind of like, Oh yeah. yeah. Buddhism's fucking cool. You know, like, and, uh, but then you realize, Oh, it's all the same. Like it's all the same couple things. And then I think you get to a point when, when you're maturing where you kind of go like, yeah, I don't have a problem with, Jesus, like, I don't have a problem with him. It's just the way it was kind of just the way student loans, the way student loans were shown, you had to go to college or else you were going to be a ditch digger and you were going to be, you know, that's all you had. You were, you hit a ceiling and then, oh, you're you're done with college. You got to go to graduate school or else you're going to end up just being, you know, making 30 grand a year or whatever whatever it may be. And then, and it was just pushing and pushing and pushing and religion. Same thing. When it shoved down your face, you're like. The flag. Everything. Go kill for just all yeah. of it's just like, all right, you know what? Like, and can I just can I figure it out for myself? They don't you know? believe their own premise. Well, Cro- yeah. So all I guess the way across, right? I think there's a thing with maturity where you finally get to a point where you're like, yeah, I mean, maybe it's, you know, but then like, but, look, I think it's kind of neat. Your dad, like how old was he when he was 89? Like, I didn't even know. My sister told me, I'm like, wait a minute. You didn't give me this memo. <laughs> like yeah. she was like, you know, we all had stuff going to pandemic or whatever. But yeah, like let it eventually prevailed and I, I hope we give all I, I you know I'm hope everybody will give each other the room to just give each other the room to grow yeah right? I like that a lot I yeah. did it I worked hard with my dad when I first delved deep in and it didn't take then it took I mean decades later no, no right. religion at all. No belief in a God. Ooh, severe hostility. Nothing oh, at all. Oh, more than more than that. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. just like it's all bullshit. Right. And he knew in all the ways it was. And he was right. I was like, I agree with you. Line item. Every friggin line. There's one yeah. thing I don't agree with you about. And that's this love thing. This sure. does it matter thing, which he readily like he he was like, I, I tried the atheist. He was like, they were a real downner. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, that's like, like to me, that's like, like the, like, care that much that it's not there. Then why do you care so much? Yeah. You know? but like, that doesn't make sense to me. It's like, because they were hurt probably. But, you know, I hope we all, all give each other this room because there's there is a lot of people right now. There are people that have an inability to go, oh, well, and they take the weight of the world on them and they feel like every minute of the day is exhausting and they're just filled with dread and and regret and sadness. And that as this shit gets worse and worse, their life gets more and more exhausting. And I kind of hope that those people, me included, have the ability to just go, oh, well. 
Like you can't save them all. So uh, I'm with you. Can't. I'm just throwing definitely the other can't. side of the coin because it's oh, like, absolutely. you know, there, there's can't. some, sometimes, man, it's just like, and I've had very, very close people. I keep going, don't, don't do it. Don't talk about it. I don't want to fucking yeah. discuss it with you. And then blah, 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 blah. And I go, finally, like, that's it. Yeah. I got to do it on both sides. You got to. Liberal, well, Democrat, religious, fucking everything. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. But I pick my times, you know. You know what I hope that our <laughs> listeners like is these two sides, the O'Teal side and the Mike side. Uh, everyone, we're on Osiris. Hope home to so many great podcasts. It's weird doing a and uh, go to Garcia uh, handpicked.com. They sponsor the podcast and it's an incredible product. And uh, maybe try the Indica and calm the fuck out. <laughs> um, and also uh, patreon.com forward slash comes the time. We have a lot of great stuff going on over there. This uh, conversations like this and, and, and others. And uh, we've got a couple really special events lined up for you guys soon. So uh, stick with it. And thanks backline. You are Otil. You are a, a explain what you are. I'm a supporter and do whatever they ask <laughs> cool. and and they've helped me a lot personally yeah. right on so take care of each other out there huh yeah thanks for listening love ya Osiris it's NFL draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.